Julian Assange's extradition hearing resumes on the 7th of September at the Old Bailey in London and is expected to run for three weeks before Assange will find out if he is to be extradited to the United States, where he faces a secret trial and charges of espionage that will put him away for 175 years. On August the 25th, he was finally allowed to meet his partner, Stella Morris, and their two sons, Gabriel and Max, Physical distancing was practised during the 20 minutes meeting. Morris and Assange wore face masks. Assange said it was the first time he'd received a mask in prison. A prohibition on touching was observed. Julian was told he would have to self-isolate for two weeks if he touched his children. Meanwhile, Julian Assange's father, John Shipton, has been in Gothenburg in Sweden, where he picked up a trove of documents concerning the Swedish prosecution, which has now ended due to the expiry of the Statue of Limitations. Ten years have passed since the allegations were made, and the matter never made it to court. It served to corral Assange in the Ecuadorian embassy, however, while the US got together its extradition request. John Shipton will be phoning in reports for us on the court case over the coming weeks, and this is his first audition. Hi John, it's John Shipton here with the Two Minute Blast. Today finds us in Gothenburg. It's a city in Sweden where the, the Swedish prosecuting authority was headquartered uh, for the pursuit of uh, Julian in a conspiracy with the Crown Prosecuting Authority of, uh, of the United Kingdom. Now, all of what I say is documented. We're here in order to pick up a 5,127-page FOI release organised by Nikki Constantinidou, an Australian Greek that uh, lives uh, and works in Paris. A remarkable woman. In the pursuit of Julian and the destruction of the stature of law administration in Sweden, every malfeasance, misfeasance and conspiring with the Crown Prosecuting Authority, all of this is documented, John. I'm, so, uh, you know, I don't have to make things up in, in this regard. Some of the nature of the things we suspect is criminal withholding evidence from the defence. That's done. We've picked up the 5,000 pages, we've packed them into a suitcase and off we go to Geneva when uh, I'll report back again from, from there. So, John, I hope you're well. Uh, we're on the trail of uh, uh, bringing Julian home. So speak to you from Geneva. Bye, John. John Shipton then flew on to Geneva, where he is being helped by the UN rapporteur on torture, Niels Meltzer, and his office. John's been receiving a lot of support from the United Nations, which contrasts shamefully with the lack of support he's been getting from the Australian government, who has abandoned him and Julian. Hello, Dr John. It's uh, John Shipton here reporting from Geneva. Yesterday we arrived. We had uh, 5,700 A4 pages of release, uh, FOI release, from the Swedish Prosecuting Authority. 
and which we sorted through and digitised. Now, the building we worked in, very interesting. The room we used was the room in 1868 that the first of the Geneva Conventions was written and signed. Then we had a formal meeting with the UN United Nations Rapporteur on Torture, Nils Melzer, where uh, he further illuminated the meaning of uh, psychological torture that Julian's been uh, placed under continuously. They're firmly against extradition uh, to the United States. We spent some time there and, uh, you know, discussing uh, what else could be done other than that. And they're, they're interested in the, th the three areas, extremely or vigorously firm against extradition, then uh, interested in Julian's current circumstances and his uh, health and well-being. Their areas of concern. Other than that, and also we looked at some of uh, the further revelations that could be expected. Now that the uh, that finally the ten years ten years has expired, so that the the allegations uh, are no, no longer in time. They're all gone. The Brisbane Assange protest is at the UK consulate at 100 Eagle Street, Brisbane, from from 1100 to 1500, September the 7th, 2020. So come along and defend media freedom.